Capital Market Insights from ICMA. Hi, I'm Liz Callahan, Secondary Bond Markets MIFID II Lead and Secretary to the Electronic Trading Council. Today I'm going to discuss with you the appropriate EU bond market transparency regime framework and ICMA's advocacy. I shall outline ICMA's views, recommendations, and ongoing advocacy regarding the appropriate corporate and sovereign bond market transparency regime, including high yield and investment grade classification, and its vehicle, the consolidated tape. First, let's look at the importance of getting the bond transparency balance right. ICMA understands the most important goal of the CMU is to promote funding of EU growth through EU capital markets, and more specifically, bond markets. It is considered key to be competitive through the attractiveness of EU bond markets to institutional investors, all while enabling stability and functioning of EU secondary bond markets. Ending the current post-trade pricing fragmentation across EU trading venues and APAs through the introduction of a bond-consolidated tape is a significant and very welcome step forward. However, it will be a step backwards if the lawmakers and regulators do not calibrate the bond transparency regime correctly. The result could very well be the promotion of smaller-sized investors at the expense of institutional investors. We are hearing from some quarters that in order to attract retail and small-sized investors, lawmakers might suggest real-time bond transparency for EU retail-sized trades. Additionally, in order to attract medium-sized investors to EU bond markets, for small, medium, and large liquid trades, short-ish deferrals may be required. For example, if lawmakers were to consider a bond transparency framework where the following deferrals were to take place, for medium-sized liquid trades, publication of price and size could be 15 minutes later. For medium-sized but illiquid trades, publication of price and size could be end of day. For large liquid trades, the price and size deferral could theoretically be asymmetrical, with price set at end of the following day and size one week later. These combinations of deferrals might well attract retail, small, and medium-sized investors, although further impact assessment analysis is required to confirm. These investors traditionally do not require balance sheet risk. These trade positions are fairly straightforward to trade out of, so there is little market impact risk for asset managers or liquidity providers. Market makers will, in most instances, but not all, not find themselves in the circumstance of having other market participants trading against them due to premature trade transparency exposure. According to ICMA's preliminary research, these small and medium investor types of trades could be around 80% to 90% of overall bond trades in the EU. Importantly, however, the transparency benefits of the EU would start to falter if lawmakers were to then propose 
in the attempt to attract large and very large investors into EU markets, the following framework for large, illiquid, and very large trades in the EU. For large, illiquid trades, a publication of price and size both at the end of the second following day, so T plus two. And for very large trades, lawmakers could end up proposing an asymmetrical approach where the price is flashed at the end of the second following day, again, T plus two, and the size is then published four weeks later. The industry believes that if these trade categories of illiquid, large, and very large trades with the preliminary suggested far too short deferrals were to go ahead, they would be counterproductive and would repel institutional investors from EU secondary mar markets instead of attracting them. The premature trade exposure will result in higher prices, reduced available liquidity, and poorer asset manager trading performance. These results could very well send institutional investors to more appealing bond markets outside the EU. These categories of trades are almost always either large block or illiquid trades, making these positions very difficult to trade out of. Asset managers require balance sheet risk from their market makers to cover the challenge of immediacy, i.e. market makers not having the bonds in inventory and yet being required by the client to guarantee delivery of the bond. According to initial research, roughly around 10% of overall bond trades in the EU are large illiquid and very large trades. The compromise transparency solution is clear. For large illiquid trades, both price and size should be published two weeks after the trade. And for very large trades, which are always illiquid due to the size of the trade, the price and size should both be published four weeks after the trade. It is important that lawmakers get this transparency balance right in order to facilitate and promote success for EU institutional market participants, such as asset managers and banks. Now, to look closer at the trading characteristics of bonds, and more specifically, high-yield investment-grade bonds and their instrument classification, which is a global standard. There is widespread acceptance from bond market participants that many lawmakers alike that for corporate bonds, high yield investment grade instrument classifications are a global standard and part of a bond trader's DNA. Investment grade and high yield corporate bonds are known to have different characteristics. As such, high yield corporate bonds require much greater care when recycling associated risk. Since investment-grade corporate bond trades are easier to trade out of, buy sides have reported to ICMA that they trade in multiples much more investment-grade corporate bonds than high-yield corporate bonds. In addition, liquidity providers such as banks often have different desks or specialist individuals covering high-yield or investment-grade. So, very different classes of corporate bonds with very different liquidity profiles. 
a one-size-fits-all liquidity approach to trade size thresholds for corporate bonds does not work and introduces execution risk due to over or under transparency exposure. This is why the U.S. has adopted high-yield investment-grade trade sizes for its own transparency regime framework as found in its centralized consolidated tape called TRACE. The ECB also takes into account high-yield investment-grade classification in its standard day-to-day dealings, proving high-yield investment-grade is a global standard variable for liquidity and transparency. As mentioned, there is widespread agreement that high-yield investment-grade bond classification is logical regarding the characteristics and usefulness to a bond transparency regime. However, it seems the hurdle to get over may be the role that rating agencies might play in any future EU corporate bond transparency regime. Given lawmakers and regulators' experiences in the 2007-2008 financial crisis, lawmakers may not want the industry to have sole reliance on rating agency ratings. As such, ICMA and its members have provisionally created a plan whereby a potential ratings methodology is not solely based on any one or even an amalgamation of rating agency reference data. For example, a potential high-yield investment-grade methodology could involve assessing bond yield thresholds. If the yield is below the yield threshold, the bond is investment-grade and if above, the bond is high yield. The results can then be compared against an amalgamation of published ratings reference data. This analysis, while a large data set, is very straightforward. ICMA considers that with this type of high yield investment grade methodology, there are no risks from using high yield and investment grade bond instrument classifications to supervisors, bond market participants, or any end investors. Now, moving on to sovereign bond transparency and the bond consolidated tape. The commercial expectation for potential bond consolidated tape providers is that they will be consolidating corporate and sovereign bond trades. However, currently, in order to protect some participants from sovereign bond transaction exposure, sovereign bond transactions can be omitted indefinitely, deferred, or aggregated, or several transaction details withheld. A consolidated tape cannot aggregate already aggregated data, nor can it aggregate indefinite deferrals or missing data. Initial research indicates that upwards of 50% of sovereign bond trades may not get published in the future bond consolidated tape if aggregation, withheld trade details, and indefinite deferrals remain. There is concern from potential consolidated tape providers that without an appropriate representation of sovereign bond transactions in a consolidated tape, in addition to corporate bond transactions, the consolidated tape may not be commercially viable. ICMA's sovereign bond trading members suggest the benefits of aggregation 
withheld trade details and indefinite deferrals under the current framework could be replaced with appropriately calibrated extended deferrals. These extended deferrals would protect all market participants, including debt management offices, from transparency exposure, yet provide the bond market with the much-needed post-trade information on sovereign bond transactions. ICMA's MIFIR Transparency Task Force is currently engaged in creating a framework for sovereign bonds. The expectation is to publish the proposed sovereign bond transparency framework during the summer of 2022. And finally, to tie everything together, the Market Expert Advisory Group, or MIAG. Analyzing a market's, any market's, operational effectiveness is essential in order to enable the functioning of the market. This is vitally so for a bond market where balancing risk and exposure is so critical to day-to-day -to -day functioning. Bond markets are quite nuanced, given their complexity and the fact liquidity provision is heavily risk-based. In order to properly analyze bond market functioning on an ongoing basis, a dedicated group of experts must analyze both quality of risk provision in the EU and the quality and substance of core market data in any and all transition, transmission protocols. This dedicated group should be a well-rounded, expert-based group that is data-led. ICMA suggests the European Commission could investigate the possibility of legal measures to establish repetitive six-month delegated acts to allow them to set up a market expert advisory group that reports recommendations based on analysis of quality of risk provision in the EU, and secondly, analysis of quality and substance of bond market data. More specifically, the Commission should be empowered to enable the MIAG stakeholder group to specify in detail all of the following. Recommendation to increase, decrease, or hold bond deferral thresholds based on trading expert analysis of bond market risk provision over the previous six months. And then also a recommendation for changes to bond data fields, reference data, substance, and the format of core market data and transmission protocol. Again, based on expert analysis of the data quality in bond markets over the previous six months. And just to note, the Market Expert Advisory Group could also be set up within the governance structure of any future centralized and authorized consolidated tape provider. And finally, to conclude, a balanced corporate and sovereign bond transparency framework with finely tuned instrument classification, along with qualitative and quantitative actionable analysis are all necessary in order to have a workable bond market deferrals that are dynamic and nimble enough to promote competition while sensitive enough to provide stability in EU bond markets. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening. 
For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.